Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up today with John Miniotis, who's the CEO of Abra Silver Resource. We spoke to them at the beginning of uh, December and get an update as to what they've been doing since. Then we talk about uh, Argentina. We talk about updated PEA and resource numbers uh, expected in uh, July of this year and what they've been up to. Drill results or anything to go by, they've been busy and the grades are good too, folks. So if you want our thoughts and opinions on the conversation, the company, what they've been up to, uh, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club, where you can also find detailed company reports and analysis. There's commentary from experts from around the world on a variety of companies and commodities, including precious metals. We've got training courses on there to help you with your diligence process. We've done summaries of all of our interviews to save you some time because we know you're busy people. But most importantly, we've got a thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, friendly and safe environment, uh, free from judgment, trolling and abuse. And if that sounds nice to you, and I think it should, uh, go and join them at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Gentlemen, how are you both? Doing very well. Thanks, Thanks man. Been a, been a while, been a while. Seen a few um, sensational uh, headlines uh, coming out in these press releases of yours. It was about time we had a chat. Been busy. Agree. No, thanks. Thanks very much for, for having us back. I mean, it's it's definitely been a, a very busy past few months since we last spoke. So, yeah, an update's uh, in order. I'm looking forward to it. So, I, I, I'm, Dave, I know you're you're down on the ground, on, on the Salta. Uh, how are things down there in Argentina? Things in Argentina are fine, uh, except that it's very hard to get in or out of the country. Uh, that's a little bit of a problem when it comes to inviting people to look at the project. But since we're actually in Salta, there's no problem getting up and down to the to the mine. Beautiful, beautiful. Where, where, where in the world are you hiding, John? I'm in the sunshine state of Florida, uh, so going to be <laughs> staying here for, for the next few months. Excellent, excellent. How, how was spring break? No, I wasn't. Yeah, I'm not here for spring break. <laughs> yeah, no, no, things things are fine. I mean, things things are well, obviously. Good, 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 good. Okay, in all seriousness, but but we better talk mining. I think we know a bit more about that. Um, John, I'm going to point at you. Um, there are probably be questions which are you know best answered by. Dave, um, but I'll, I'll address you. You can point them back to Dave um, when you think that's appropriate. Okay. So first of all, I tell you what, help us, give us that one minute overview of the business for people new to this story, and I'll, I'll pick it up with some questions from there. Sounds great. Yeah. So so in terms of uh, an overview, Abra Silver is a very well-funded silver gold focus exploration project uh, company. Our flagship project, uh, of course, is, is Diablilos. It already has a large resource base with over 140 million ounces. Uh, silver equivalent, uh, which is open pitable, located close to surface. Um, and that resource seems to be growing very rapidly here as our exploration program has, has been firing on, on all cylinders, I'd say. Um, so the company had a transformational year last year in 2020, and this year is already uh, shaping up to potentially be even more exciting for us. So already this year, uh, as you mentioned there, Matt, I mean, we've, we've announced a number of very high grade drill results over excellent widths. Um, and so I think it's safe to say that the, the drill program continues to, to far exceed all, all expectations. Uh, so, so things are, are definitely going very, very well for us. And, you know, importantly, looking forward, I mean, we continue to have a number of drill results in the pipeline, uh, which we expect to announce shortly. So over the coming weeks and months ahead. And of course, uh, we're, we're continuing to drill outside as well. 
So we expect to have a high level news flow really uh, for the remainder of the year. And while all the drilling's going on, um, we're about to embark on a phase two drill program here shortly. We're also working behind the scenes on an updated resource estimate, uh, which will incorporate all of the drilling for the last 15 months. Uh, and that'll lead to an updated PA study, uh, which will finally reflect the, the updated economics of the project. So, so definitely a very busy year ahead and, and a number of uh, very important milestones, I'd say, on, on the horizon. Okay, well, look, I, wanted to, I do want to talk about the updated PEA and, and therefore the, you know, the resource estimate, the updated PEA resource estimate too. Um, you, you've done a lot of drilling. They're good grades. You've got to be happy. I mean, that seemed to be the whole purpose of 2020. Just get drilling, see, you know, see what you had, um, and then sort of sit back and and work out how you proceed in 2021. So 2020, you'd look back and go, mission accomplished, would you? I'd say so. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, no, so I'd say, yeah, we're consistently, as you mentioned, just coming up with with big drill results from from our drill program. I'll let Dave talk about sort of the, the details, but just from, from a high level, I mean, what excites me the most for sure and why, why I'd say mission accomplished is we're consistently hitting high grades over excellent widths, close to surface in multiple different zones across the, across the, the deposit. So, you know, the, the initial focus was to better define the deeper gold zone in oxides. Um, and so, you know, that, that was the gold zone that sits at the base of the proposed pit shell. And as we explored that, came out with several very high grade results, which, which was great from, from that zone. But we also intersected some high grade gold and silver hits close to surface and what was previously classified as waste. And so that, that's very important as well. I mean, that opened up what we would call the, the shallow gold zone, which became another priority target for us. Uh, we've now drilled that out further and waiting back for, for some of the final results there, but all the holes we've seen back to date, um, you know, have uh, given us a, a lot of confidence. Uh, certainly we expect, uh, you know, in the new upcoming study, we'll classify zones that were previously classified as waste would now be economic mineralization, both gold and silver. Um, so yeah, lots going on. And then the Northeast zone, of course, I mean, we've just recently announced uh, some step out holes 200 meters away uh, in, the, in the Northeast zone outside of the existing resource. Um, and so, you know, very encouraging, again, several high grade zones. And so we'll be following up that as well. So potential to expand the pit to the Northeast, Potential, uh, mission accomplished, I'd say, uh, expanding the higher grade mineralization up depth and shallow as well. So we're, we're hitting high grades, <laughs> um, you know, all over the place. And Dave and his team, all, all credit goes to them. I mean, doing a, a heck of a job for us. So just tell us, like, with regards to the shallow gold zone, I mean, you're not after shallow gold. You're after what's underneath it. But it's going to, as a byproduct, that's going to, what, shave costs, save costs? I mean, how, how do you look at it? Yeah, so, so as part of the... PA study that was completed back in 2018, the capex, the total capital cost of the project was 300 million, uh, which is manageable, of course, um, but you know, 100 million of that. So one third of capex was on pre-stripping. So you're, you're literally removing waste for the first 18 months to get to, to the, the ore body. And that still, even incorporating that $100 million of waste removal, uh, you still get very good economics. But now within that waste, what we're defining is very good grades of gold and silver mineralization above resource grade. And so that pays for itself. I mean, this is within waste and waste material that was going to need to be removed anyways. But now, I mean, if you're getting one, two, three grams of gold within that waste, um, you know, that, that capitalized pre-strip of $100 million could easily pay for itself. 
So if you define 50,000 ounces of gold, at, say $2,000 gold, I mean, that's $100 million of revenue from material that was previously classified as waste, which will now be economic. And then you get to, to the juicier stuff uh, once you, you hit the, the ore body in the Oculto zone. Right. Okay. I, I'm sort of intrigued by the process here because you, you keep putting out these high-grade results. How, what, and, and you're going to an updated PEA, and, you know, which, which is great because I think you're slightly suffering from the numbers from the old PEA. So you've given us a clue there. You probably removed 100 million bucks worth of cost from the old PEA numbers. So give us a sense of what you're trying to achieve with this up, updated PEA. Can you give us more insight as to you know, how you are moving things forward in terms of not just build, you know, increasing the resource with the drilling, but in terms of saving potential costs about the way that you come out the project? Yeah, yeah, no. So I think that that's an excellent question. Very important to, to make that distinction. So, you know, in the, the 2018 PA study, which was the, of course, the, so far the, the most recent study that was, um, you know, uh, published, um, that used, first off, I mean, very conservative commodity prices to, to what we have today. So the base case assumption was $20 silver, $1,300 gold. And as we mentioned, we had a $300 million dollar capex 100 million of which was was on pre-stripping and the existing resource uh, so 140 million ounces of, of silver equivalent um, and so factoring all that in the project still had very good economic returns so 30 percent IRR after tax um, which you know translates to like 330 million dollars Canadian so on a on a per share basis for us that'd be 80 cents per share so we're still trading below the value if you assume we didn't find any more mineralization, assume that was the resource rather than just the first stage of the resource. Um, so based on that resource, based on $20 silver, $1,300 gold, which is, is very conservative, clearly, um, you know, we're, we're still trading at a fraction of the value based on that old, now outdated PA study. But when you factor in all the drilling we've incorporated, I mean, it, it should be pretty clear here. Um, you know, we, we expect a, quite a significant, uh, you know, increase in the gold resources, also likely in, in the silver resources as well. Um, you know, we expect things like what was previously classified as waste now to turn into mineralization. That will help out uh, potential improvements on the recoveries. Dave can, can talk about all the metallurgical test work that we're doing. Um, so when you factor in the upcoming resource estimate, which we'll expect to, to announce around July here, um, and all these other various factors and apply current commodity prices. I mean, there's a massive disconnect right now between where we're trading and what the value of this project is. And so, you know, uh, I think that that will hopefully. Uh, why, you know, why, do, why do you say now. that? Why do you say that? The market is usually right, isn't it? In, in some cases, yeah, <laughs> it, it is. Um, but certainly, I mean, if you piece together all the information that, that we've announced, it, it's clearly not reflecting. I mean, it's reflecting, it's still, like we mentioned, just trading at a fraction of the value of the old PA study. But yeah, 15 months worth of drilling, all these high grade hits, like we mentioned in, in different gold zones, that's clearly not being reflected. I mean, if you only changed, if you look at, there's a slide in our presentation, uh, which people should look at, but if you only change commodity prices, so because we have 140 million ounces silver equivalent, I mean, we have you know, a pr pretty sizable project, the torque of just changing commodity prices alone takes this from a $300 million project to, I think it's a $700 million project using, you know, close to current spot prices. And so we're, we're trading with a market cap of $200 million 
plus factor on all the, the drill results. I mean, this project could easily be well north of, of a billion dollar uh, NPV, and we're trading at 200 million, so it's or 240. I mean, it, it's uh, it's clear that the market's kind of not factoring in all the information. And so our, our job is obviously to deliver on that, come out with the updated resource, come out with the updated PA study, and, you know, put it on paper. This is what the value of the project is. And then make sure that the, the market clearly understands um, the value here. But talk to me about the Argentine discount then, because clearly something is a mess you feel with regards to your valuation. Is it is it just entirely laid at the door of people not being comfortable with companies operating in Argentina? So I'd say that that certainly plays a, a factor for sure. And I think we, we probably touched on that last interview as well. But what's what's important is that we're in the Salta province of Argentina. So we're, we're in the Nevada of Argentina. I mean, when you look at the, the Fraser Institute uh, of, of rankings, the, the annual survey they come out with, Salta province was ranked number one in all, all jurisdictions across Latin America. So for the first time ever, it was ranked higher than Chile. Uh, of course, it was ranked higher than Peru, higher than Mexico, other mining jurisdictions. And so Salta is a very pro-mining province. Uh, we have excellent relationships there. That's obviously where, where Dave lives. Um, and so, you know, excellent relationships there. Of course, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. I mean, you know, if, if we were the only company advancing a project in Salta, there, there'd be a big unknown. The fact that Fortuna Silver has completed construction of Lindero, they received their permits in, in less than two years, I believe. Uh, they have their stability agreement in place, properly operating that project and, you know, a multi-billion dollar company now, that's that's their flagship asset. Um, you know, it just goes to show that Projects that are highly economic um, in Salta, there, there's no issue with developing those. Um, so for us, it's, yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of educating North American investors. I mean, for sure, there are risks in, in Argentina, just like there are risks in Chile and Mexico and, and even North America now, uh, Canada and U.S., definitely no exception. Um, so there, there's risks everywhere. I mean, it's a risky business. It's, it's junior exploration. So, yeah, clearly uh, not for the faint of heart, but... Overall, I'd say, um, you know, uh, the, the market uh, probably doesn't uh, fully understand sort of that if you're in Salta, it's, it's a night and day difference from being in Shabbat or, or Mendoza or some other provinces where it's, you know, completely different um, prospects of, of actually advancing projects. So we're, we're in the Nevada of Argentina. We're exactly where you would want to be um, anywhere in, in Latin America, I'd say. Okay, so if it's not 100% at the door of the Argentine factor, and it's as simple as uh, a case as, well, just maybe use a, a different spot price uh, on the last set of PEAs, and you can get to a, quite, quite a big number, but people aren't doing that. So what are the other factors that you, you think that people are attributing to you negatively, which perhaps need addressing by you as the company? Yeah, I, I mean, so look, uh, to put things in perspective, I mean, the share price was up 750% last year. So it's not like, you know, we're, we're floundering here and nobody's paying any attention whatsoever. But I think what's important to note is that even though we're up 750%, we went from, you know, five, six cents to now 55 cents um, in pretty short order, like the last 15 months here since, since we've been involved. What's important to understand is the value of the project during that time has far surpassed, again, the value of, of the share price. So we're still trading at a $200 million market cap. 
even though the project, you know, value is is multiples of that. And so the share price is catching up, but you know, bang with as silver prices rise, gold prices rise, the value of the project is just rising at a faster rate than our share price. So we can't complain too much about the share price. Obviously, we've we've done well, um, but you know, as the the value is is crystallized and uh, you know we prove out what the PA study is and the updated resource is and come out with additional information, we market that and just make sure everybody understands that this project is is a unique project uh, without question. It's a tier one project with lowest cash quartile. I mean the the cash costs in the previous study were seven fifty an ounce. Uh, so it's in the lowest quartile already. Clearly having higher grades is, is only going to help that. So it's it's a pretty unique project. And I think, you know, we're getting zero value for the exploration upside we've delivered here over the last 15 months, plus what's what's yet to come. And Dave can, can walk you through sort of the plan going forward. Well, maybe, maybe now is the time for Dave to talk about some of the things that you can control. I mentioned that you, you mentioned metallurgy there, but also... This is the the first you know go at trying to understand the economics. I'm I'm keen to understand what you're doing with regards to water, energy, infrastructure, and so forth. So, so Dave, maybe it is over to you. What have you been up to? We have almost completed the first phase of drilling. Now, the first phase of drilling was going to be thirteen thousand meters. We've actually sneaked up to fifteen thousand meters because um, in the last, um, in, in, in a few of the more recent holes, we got some pretty spectacular silver intercepts, and we understand why they are there. They are at, inter, uh, at the intersection of, uh, of very well mineralized breccia zones, and where those intercept, you get a higher grade and, and, and thickness of mineralization. So we've, got, we've expanded the program by another five holes to try and define the, the high-grade silver resource within the resource itself. And then we're going to take the rigs off of or Kulto, so that we don't keep on drilling and we've got to draw a line in the sand somewhere and, and come up with the resource estimate. So on the basis of that, we're going to have the resource estimate. Um, we've, we are about to select an independent arbiter to, to um, sign off on the, on the resource, although we're carrying out a lot of the resource estimation internally. Um, and part of that study, um, well, to talk about the drilling, the drilling will carry on at the same rate, but the, the rigs will be moved on to other targets within the within the claim block. And we have some uh, previous drill holes from um, quite some time ago that intercepted shallow, high-grade gold mineralization, and we want to try and develop resources around those within truckable distance to Oculto, where the main resource is going to be. And parallel studies, as we've just uh, as you just mentioned, um, we've employed a, an expert metallurgist. We've collected 65 samples for additional metallurgical test work, above and beyond the 80 samples that were already tested uh, previously for the 2018 study. And we're fairly confident that we're going to increase or improve both the gold and silver recoveries based on a bit of the test work that's been done already internally. Um, before we amalgamated the two companies, um, uh, Aton Minerals and, and Abra Plata. Before the amalgamation, we decided to do a bit of a test work um, on, on the metallurgy. We we set, submitted eight samples for testing, and they came back with results um, higher than um, recoveries greater than the percentages used in the uh, 43101 uh, 2018 study. Um, eight samples is not much, uh, but we uh, very selected, very carefully selected. 
uh, another 65 samples to represent the various zones of mineralization within the system. And this will be a very comprehensive metallurgical testing program, which will be an important part of the new PEA study. We've also um, uh, sent out invitations uh, uh, for various independent companies to make proposals on studies on energy and water. We're, we're quite well advanced in, uh, in uh, getting an adequate amount of water for the project. Uh, we need about 6,000 tons a day of water to, uh, to operate the project. We have about half of that in holes that were drilled in 2007, and we have another five holes planned and probably more uh, to try and double that to get to the 6,000 tons a day that would be required. And we have, uh, we're in the process of, of getting that permitted. In other words, getting easements um, over, over the, uh, the, uh, the paths of the pipeline and the sites of the wells that would be drilled. So the water the, and the energy and the infrastructure and the metallurgy will come together with new resource estimate for this uh, updated PEA study. Okay, so, and again, so I'm gonna come back to John very quick. Thank you, thank you for that, because I'm, I'm intrigued about the, pr the process. It's, it sounds obviously a very robust process and you, 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 know, you expect to see the fruits of your labor sometime in July. Um, John, with the, remind me again, what's the game plan here? With, with this, you get the PEA up, updated, people will look at the new set of economics and you, you've had a real fantastic run last year. I mean, really well done on that. And like this year, the, the, as you say, the, the drilling just keeps hitting and giving and giving, but you've got to kind of go stop and reassess about how the business moves forward. You know, when you step away, do you think anyone is going to look at an Argentine asset and go, do you know what? I quite like the look of that. I'm going to make that part of my portfolio. Are you guys going to have to go all the way yourselves? Yeah, no. So, so I'd say the, the game plan is it's actually very simple. So it probably sounds a bit cliche, but it's it's absolutely true. I mean, at the end of the day here, I mean, we're in this to make money for shareholders, period. I mean, full stop. So, you know, of course, we're, we're shareholders ourselves. And so that's what drives our, our decision making process here. So, at, at, I mean, at this stage where we're at, without question, I mean, the best path to unlock value is to continue to explore the multiple targets we have across the property, continue to grow the resource, come out with updated studies uh, so investors can finally appreciate the, the value of the project we have here. Um, and then at the right time, I mean, as we advance the project, you know, obviously Dave just mentioned all, all the various activities that are going on behind the scenes, but you know, we test out these targets, ultimately down the road, deliver a feasibility study here, uh, which, which would be the next milestone after the, the PA study. Um, you know, down the road and maybe about 24 months time or so, we'll, we'll need to make a construction decision. And so, you know, as that gets closer, I mean, we'll, we'll closely evaluate all our options closely. So whether that's attracting a proven construction team ourselves that can help us build this out ourselves, uh, we, we think, you know, that that's one avenue worth exploring. Do we partner up with, with a corporate? Do we sell this project, the company outright for full value? Um, you know, we're, we'll seriously, obviously, consider all of those options uh, in detail at that time. But for where we're at right now, uh, you know, to, to steal a line from uh, Jay Powell, I mean, we're not even thinking about thinking about selling the company at this stage at this valuation. I mean, we're significantly undervalued. We know what we have is is very unique. It's very special. I mean, we've all heard all the stats. It's one in three thousand exploration properties or something like that ultimately become a mine. 
uh, I think what we have here, without question, will become a mine, will become a very profitable one, you know, at that, a tier one asset uh, in, in the lowest cash quartile. So what we have is unique, and we're, we're going to advance it, unlock as much value as possible, and, you know, see, see where that road takes us. I think it's worthwhile mentioning as well that since we've got $18 million in the bank, uh, we have enough money. We don't need to do more financings to take this thing through to decision to mine. That, that, that's important. We're fully funded to a construction decision with, with the cash we have. So we're fully funded for the next two years. Uh, there's, there's no reason why we can't continue to, to unlock value here. So we're, we're, our game plan is execute. That's it. I mean, it's, it's pretty easy. It, it's pretty easy if you're executing into a positive precious metal uh, market where the prices are right. Okay, that, that's when it's really easy. And you've got to take a view as a CEO and, and, and board um, as to, you know, what the market's going to look like going forward. So I guess after you've got the PEA done, you, you will be continually looking, putting your head up and looking around and seeing what, what the landscape looks like. Um, Jenny? Yeah, no, so I, I agree with that statement for sure. Uh, and I'd say one of the benefits of having a low cost project like this, what we have with high grades, close to surface, open pitable, uh, you're dealing with cash costs in the lowest quartile of the cost curve. So this is based under the, the existing PA study, which is yet to, to be updated. Cash costs were $7.50, $7.50 an ounce on a silver equivalent basis. So, you know, whether right now we're $25 an ounce plus, I mean, it's incredible margins. And so, yeah, as that increases, I mean, there's incredible leverage here. So I think it's for every dollar, uh, the silver price increases, the value of this project increased by 30 million. And then for every $100, the gold price increases and increased by another 30 million. So as gold and silver prices rise, the value of this project grow exponentially. And again, that's why our valuation, uh, you know, silver and gold prices have risen quite significantly over the last year. Um, and so, again, that, that's probably not fully reflected in our valuation at this stage. Um, but yeah, a, a, this is a project that's economic and much lower commodity price than we have today, but certainly one that provides exceptional upside exposure to, to rising commodity price environment. And so this is an asset that's going to be in extremely high demand. I mean, you look at the outlook, there are very, very few primary silver projects, 100% precious metals. So silver and gold without any base metal. Uh, exposure here um, that are, you know, within two years of, say, a construction decision. So what we have is rare. Uh, it's going to be hard for anyone to uh, define uh, something of, of this, you know, this advanced with, with these types of grades. And so that's why we know what we have is unique. We're holding on to it and advancing it as quickly as we possibly can. I think it's worthwhile emphasizing that we're talking about oxide mineralization as well. It's oxide silver and oxide gold, and therefore it's a cheap process. It's cyanide leachable, and uh, whereas other silver projects uh, are polymetallic with silver as one of the one, one of the products, uh, it's a much more expensive way of getting the silver out of the ground. No, fair, fair point, well made. And um, John, what would you say to people who, according to you, don't understand or get this project, which leads to you being undervalued? Argentine factor aside, what do people need to be looking at? Yeah, so I'd say look at all the drawers. I mean, you don't have to take our word for it, right? We've delivered here and we continue to deliver. And so don't, you know, it doesn't require a huge leap of faith. It's not me and Dave saying that we're, we're going to deliver some high-grade results. Look at the press releases from the last 15 months. Look at, you know, each press release. 
we actually have cross sections of practically every drill hole. So if, if you have the software and you have the, the knowledge, you can put together a conceptual uh, geological model yourselves. I mean, all the information's out there. Um, and so obviously we've updated our internal model. We, we think we know what, you know, the size of this project. The, and again, importantly, it's not just the size. It's not low, you know, uh, low margin ounces that we're adding here. These are, you know, increasing the grades as well as the size, as well as the tons, as well as the recoveries. Um, and so we're, we're seeing, you know, positive surprises across the board. But yeah, no, just just look at look at the results we've delivered and factor that into the the OPA and see what what you think the, this project is worth and then compare that to our share price. So don't even assume any further upside, but we're just starting on the phase two exploration upside. So Dave and his team now are going to come out with an updated uh, 10,000 meter drill program, testing the zone to the northeast, testing a zone uh, known as the Northern Arc four kilometers away. I mean, if we deliver on on this on some of these step out holes, then again, that's a game changer from, from what we currently have, but there, there's no need to even <laughs> uh, be optimistic. I mean, just look at the results. And then, you know, as we come out with, with the updated resource, the updated PA, that's gonna incorporate all of, all of the information I'd say uh, up to now. Okay, fantastic. Look, guys, I appreciate the update, and like I say, I'll, I'll point people back to the interview in, in December for the, all the kind of historical and um, team news there. But I'm looking forward to uh, the resource update. I'm looking forward to the PA and see what you've done there, and let's see what that actually does in terms of market appreciation for uh, how they value you. Stay in touch, guys, uh, and we'll speak soon. Thanks very much. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.